Hey there, and welcome to the Consistent 5K Club. I'm Elise Colson, your host. I'm a K-12 educator, turned VA, turned business coach. I've helped over 50 plus moms and women, just like you, create sustainable businesses as service providers. I'm here to give you quick, tangible tips and tricks to take your online service provider business from those one to 2K months to reaching those consistent 5K months without burnout or having to create digital products or even an agency. Through this podcast, I will be sharing with you the habits needed to create consistent 5K months. These habits will allow you to run a sustainable and successful business that supports your dream life and finally experience the freedom you've been craving ever since starting your online business. If you're ready, hop in those headphones and let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome back to the Consistent 5K Club. We are talking about one of my favorite things today, only because I know that so many of you are looking for this outcome. Okay. So raise your hand if you would love to land a new client in the next week or two. Yeah, me too. Here's the thing. I've sat down a couple of weeks ago and I was brainstorming what exactly I would do if I needed to land a new client as a service provider within the next week or two. What would I do? And I get to share that with you today because it's good stuff. And my favorite part is that it's not super complicated. It may take a little bit of you stretching your comfort zone, but it's not complicated and it is definitely executable. So here's the deal. One of the biggest things that I see service providers doing when they want to gain a new client are all kinds of things that are not actually taking steps toward talking to people. No, Elise, we're not going to talk about that. We are, my friends, because as a service provider, as we talked about in our last episode, you don't have to do a ton of marketing, but you do have to be networking. And networking is just fancy, fancy term for talking to people. The number one thing that you need to do if you want to land a client this week is to go talk to people. And here's what's beautiful. It is not just isolated to or specific to service providers. Networking, talking to people, building relationships is the same for every single business that has ever existed. You need people to know what you do. And the best way for you to do that is to go and talk to people. So the thing that we end up doing is we update our websites. We create a bunch of content. We mess with our logos and fonts and those fancy, fancy things. We may even go back and redo our packages. None of those things, though, are actually talking to people. And then the other thing that we do that I see service providers do all the time that when I say, hey, you need to go network and go talk to people, cool. What is the thing that they end up doing? 
what is the thing that you end up doing? One, you get this face of like, I don't like networking. We start moving into this like mental jumble that happens in our brains of like, I don't like networking. Networking is dumb. Uh, Networking is overwhelming. All the different stories that we tell ourselves about networking. And it's because we have lost sight of what networking actually is and what it's meant for. And so what's really interesting is the focus of this episode is like what I would do if I needed to gain a new client. And the answer is I would go talk to people and I would do networking. And I also know that networking is more about building relationships than it is about going and gaining a client. And I have to know that about myself and about the thing that I'm about to go do because that helps me adjust my expectations for the thing I'm about to go do. And so if I can adjust my expectations that I don't expect to find somebody in a Facebook group on the first day that I'm out networking who needs my services, who sends me a message and is like, Elise, I've been waiting for you. You are the answer to all of my problems. The thing that we like all want we want people to do. If I adjust my expectations and I don't expect that to happen, we're going to leave it open for the possibility that that could happen, but I don't expect it to happen. Then it allows me to step in. And one of the best questions I love to ask myself is what do people need to hear from me today? How can I serve people so well today that they can't help but say like, oh my gosh, I need to work with Elise. She's so brilliant. Because that's the thing that you want potential clients, potential connections to say about you. But they can't think that if you're not showing up and showing people that you do actually know what you're talking about. The other thing you're not doing, the thing that so many of us are scared to do, you're not talking to people directly. And so in the online space, a lot of that looks like popping into people's direct messages. And I know moan and groan, not direct messages, not DMs. I can't DM people that feels so salesy, so spammy. My friend, if it feels salesy and spammy, then you're doing it wrong. Or your mindset around it is wrong. That's a whole nother episode. We will get to that later on in one of the other podcast episodes. Here's the thing that you need to know though. You cannot form real genuine connection with somebody if you're not directly connecting to them. And so when you go to send those direct messages to people, It needs to be about connection. You need to actually see them. And they need to feel seen by you. If you want them to then see you. So that is one of the things that I would keep in mind if I needed to go land a client. The thing that I'm going to do is I'm not going to be afraid to go message somebody directly. 
That is one of the fears that I have lost as I have worked through this online space. And one of the reasons why I've been able to move past that has a lot to do with what I've taken, the like mindset work that I've done through that. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? The worst thing that somebody is going to do, they're probably going to block me if they feel like I'm being spammy. They're probably not going to answer. That's the most likely situation that that could occur is that once I tell them what it is that I do, the very real possibility is that they're just not going to engage with me. Okay. I can handle that. They might read my message and think to themselves, this is the person that's going to solve all of my problems. And they have directly messaged me. Holy cannoli. Wouldn't that be amazing? I can handle those situations. Those are the most likely things that are going to happen. Never in my five years of doing this has somebody ever yelled at me. Not saying it couldn't happen. Just saying the likelihood that it's going to happen is very, very small. It probably has more to do with them than it does with me. Also, if I put on the hat of like, I'm here to serve people, then my conversation shifts from how can I get them to work with me to how can I serve them? And if I approach my conversations like that, they tend to be much smoother. They tend to be actual conversations. Are people still going to ghost you? Absolutely. So what exactly would I do if I needed to land a new client? I have this new mentality. I know that I'm going to talk to people directly. I know I'm building relationships. Those are the two things that I know I'm going to do. I'm going to serve my face off. So what exactly would I do next? I've shifted my mindset. Now what's up? Here's what I would do. I would find and vet 40 people I want to work with. It's really important that you are vetting people before you send them messages and engage with conversations with them because ultimately you get to be picky about who you work with. And that's really important for the sustainability of your business. If you are willing to just work with anyone who's willing to pay you money, you are going to burn yourself out so fast and hate the way you're doing You are going to end up working with people who do not actually see you and value you as a human being. I see it all the time and it breaks my heart. The thing you have to keep in mind as you are out there looking for potential clients is that there are a whole lot of business owners who need your help and there are people who are going to hire you, but they probably have never taken any sort of business management class. Hopefully they have, but I know a whole lot of business owners who have not. They have no idea how to run a team and how to manage other people. And so you need to vet people. You need to make sure that they hold the same value system that you do. So I would find 40 people that I was willing to work with, that I have said, yep, we seem to be on the same page to some capacity about our priorities, about the things that we value. And then I would start interacting with them. 
So it would look something like this. Monday, I would vet all of those people. I work well in batching. You don't have to do it all in one day. You could do eight people for the next five days. But I would find those 40 people. I like to work on Instagram. I find that interacting with people in a direct message sort of capacity is so much easier on Instagram than it is on Facebook. For some reason, people feel like their personal Facebook pages are like their front lawn. And if you start interacting with them, it's like you've knocked on their door and are trying to like come into their house. Whatever. I interact with people on Instagram because there's not as much of that. And you can interact with people in their direct messages through their stories. And so that is one of the less formal ways of interacting with people that will get you into conversation better than it does necessarily over on Facebook. Okay. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm letting you know the way that I prefer and what I would do if I needed to land a new client as a service provider. Okay. So I would vet those 40 people on a Monday and then on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I would start interacting with them. Honestly, depending on the urgency of which I needed to land a new client, more than likely I would interact with them initially all on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I would do like 20 on Tuesday and 20 on Wednesday to really start myself moving in the direction of having conversations with people. And then by the end of the week, I would ask for the discovery call. My goal through interacting with them is to provide them some sort of value that shows that I know what I'm talking about. And I have a whole freebie all about this. It's called Two Strategies for Landing Higher Quality Leads. You can check it out in the podcast promo page. And one of the things that I encourage you to do with that freebie, one of the strategies is to be creating this value that is custom to the potential client so that you can show them, one, that you are really good at what you do, and it's value specific to them. Because once you've provided that value, then asking for the discovery call saying, hey, if you found this really valuable, I have four openings in the month of September, and I would love to serve you and talk about more about how I can help create this system that solves your bigger problem. Here's the thing that you really need to know, though. Before any of this would be possible, I would have to have done my market research so that I understood on a very deep level how I was serving my people. It is incredibly crucial that you know the answer to that because that's the thing that you have to be able to communicate to get people on a discovery call. This info is great and all, right? But I know you, you're ready to actually take action. If you're tired of worrying about whether or not you'll reach your income goal this month and want to make your business more simple, go check out what's going on over on the podcast promo page at www.thesustainablebusinesscollective.com slash podcast dash promo. You'll find all the best ways I can support you right now with taking your business to consistent 5k months without
about creating digital products or starting that agency. I cannot wait to support you. So once you've asked for the discovery call, the thing that you are looking for from these people is a yes or a no. And so the last piece that I would do, this would be moving into the next week. I would follow up with all of those people that I had talked to who had interacted with me in some sort of capacity. You absolutely can follow up with people who have not interacted with you just to say like, hey, haven't heard back from you, waiting for a response, whatever it is. I actually responded to three of those today. It is perfectly fine to let them know if it's a no, that's totally fine with you. And so I would follow up with them. And it's fine. If they all ended up being no, then they all ended up being no. The likelihood that all of them are going to be a no tends to be fairly small. That would indicate to me if they're all a no or they all end up ghosting me, something's wrong with the market research that I've done. And I don't actually understand the problem that I'm solving that I thought I did. And so that's okay. That's that's also valuable information for me. I need to go back to the drawing board. I need to do some more market research and figure out what it is that they actually want. And maybe the thing that I need to do is I need to better define who it is that I'm serving so that then I can figure out what their true problem is. What's the problem that they're going to pay money for? It has to be this immediate problem that is detrimental to their life and their business. And you have to understand what that looks like for them. So that's what I would do. You can steal that. You can mold it and change it to what works for you. But a lot of that is really heavy in the fact that I would be doing direct outreach to people. If I have a really aggressive goal of landing a new client, you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to be interacting with people at a very aggressive pace. Now, when I say aggressive, don't misunderstand me. I'm not pushing myself on people. If they give me a no, in my lead tracker, they move from warm lead into a cold lead, or they move from hot lead into a warm lead. And I'm going to continue to talk to them and I'm going to continue to build a relationship. Because even if there are no for me as a client, one, something may change in their business later on. And I want to make sure that I continue to stay top of mind for them so that when they are ready, they can reach out to me. And two, they might end up making a really good referral partner. And again, you want to stay top of mind because social media moves so freaking fast. It is so loud and so congested and so noisy that you could talk to somebody one week. And if you don't continue to talk with them, even if they find somebody that they think would be a really good connection for you, if they haven't built a relationship with you, how do they know to reach out to you? They don't remember you. And so you want to continue to stay top of mind. It's one of the reasons why I really like Instagram. You can continue to engage with their stories. And so even if they're not a good fit right now, totally fine, not a big deal. 
you are going to continue to build that relationship. And if you have it in your lead tracker, then you don't forget. Because quite honestly, my brain cannot hold the capacity of all the things that I need to remember. And so you got to write it down. And all your lead tracker is, is a way to write down the people that you want to make sure that you're intentionally interacting with. We can do a whole episode on a lead tracker and how to set it up and what all of that means and the important role it plays in your business. But just know that the more intentional you are with that, the easier it's going to be to continue to bring on clients as you have clients move through your client journey and you need you need new clients. All right, my friends, today was really fun. Definitely check out the podcast promo page for that freebie or check out any of the other things going on and I will chat with you later. My friend, thank you so much for spending time with me today. It means the world to me. I would love for you to leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and share this episode over on Instagram. Make sure you tag me at Elise underscore Colson underscore. By sharing and reviewing the podcast, you are helping to spread the word so we can help as many service providers as possible, avoid burnout, and actually get to living the life they've been dreaming of. See you in the next episode.